You're listening to Not Another Origin Story, the comic book movie podcast. I'm your host, Pokes, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Ben Chapman. I am excited to be here uh, for what I'm pretty confident is... Hold on, let me do the math. It's our ninth episode? We've done this, like, what, nine? We've done, like, a Batman. Yeah. Like a Batman or two. Yeah, we right? did a couple of Batmans. Yeah, a couple of Batmans. We did barbed wire. Hey, we're not going to have to do, like any of those Fantastic Four movies are we? No, we would never do that. The only thing that would be more insane than watching the Fantastic Four movies would be doing them back-to-back for a solid month. That would be crazy, (laughs) my friend. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like, for, like, no pay. Like, that's just ridiculous, right? just punishing ourselves. Like, the sort of punishment we put people through in Guantanamo to make them crack just because we feel like it. And not only just no pay, but the kind of thing that you couldn't even brag about. Because if you told this to someone, they were like, what for? And you said a podcast. And I'm like, oh, you have a hit podcast. And you'd say, I didn't say hit. I just said I just said a podcast. Anyway, well, we're excited here to do episode 9.2 uh, or whatever it is that 9. we're at 3, now. 9.314569. <laughs> this is, of course, our Black Panther apology episode. Yes, that's right. You may have listened to the mini episode <laughs> two weeks ago where we told you we were going to do our pilot project of the Japanese Spider-Man, which we did, and it was great. Check and if you out. haven't listened to it, go back, and especially if you're thinking to yourself, what the fuck is Japanese Spider-Man? Don't worry. We answer that question thoroughly. Oh, yes. Go back and listen. But we also <laughs> then told you this week we would be watching the already critically successful box office hit, Black Panther. And in the podcast, I mentioned that the Black Panther was breaking records for pre-sale tickets. Ben, after I said that, did either one of us think we should buy our tickets now instead of waiting till the day we need to see the movie? Spoiler alert. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. We, didn't. we actually waited as long as possible. I tried to buy tickets the day before I wanted to see them in a shocking turn of events. Uh, a movie that's super successful <laughs> was completely sold out where I live. So I messaged message Ben and said, I don't think I'm going to be able to see the movie. I don't know if you can either. I don't know if you've looked. And he was like, I haven't looked. So we're now, here to apologize for... As we've established, I live in a busy city with lots of movie theaters. So uh, uh, yeah, I haven't, been, <laughs> I haven't had an opportunity to catch it. It has been uh, hard to see. But uh, a number of my friends have, including uh, uh, a number of people that I would love to have on as guests. So uh, I, we are certainly putting our episode together. But in absence of an actual episode, we are bringing you this apology sode game episode. Oh my god, I'm writing down apology episode. This <laughs> this one just titled itself, folks. <laughs> well, include apology sode game episode because I want people to know that we're not just saying sorry. We brought fun content. <laughs> All right, this is this is almost as bad as the. Did you see what I named the Japanese Spider-Man episode? I did, and uh, you're fired. You're fired from the podcast. <laughs> if you guys Why? haven't checked it out, look at me naming it something entirely different than the normal naming structure, and then just putting dot 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 episode at the end because I've given up on trying. <laughs> I think you. I think you could have just stopped there with "I've given up." <laughs> I think that's that is true. I'm wearing sweatpants. <laughs> just sweatpants. Oh, I'm also in a Starbucks recording this. <laughs> um, but Black Panther is doing well despite our movie sale. Uh, our tickets have not been purchased. Uh, it's, I think... Cl- so they can expect that big $20 <laughs> bump when me and Ben buy tickets. Wait, how much are tickets where you're at? Um, I was counting both of us together. <laughs> well, you should just 
have counted just me because it's expensive here in Chicago. Um, it's, ah, that's it's, a bummer. It's already pulled like three hundred million domestic with something like two hundred and fifty approximate. I had a bigger opening domi- than Star Wars. It's fucking huge, and it's on. You know, it's only the second weekend as this time of recording, so it's probably going to hit. Uh, you know. A billion at some point here in the relatively recent future, which I think was accomplished. Yeah, we'll have to see the accomplished by Civil War, but not by Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, uh, so it'll be interesting to see if they can hit it or if there's a, a strong drop off. But all accounts so far seem to say, I mean, it has like it's it's definitely one of the highest reviewed Marvel films. So I'm yeah. looking forward to see it. A few of our friends have seen it and have reported back that it was great, um, which is awesome. I'm just, I'm really glad that this wasn't a, uh, yeah, for dark world where it's just like, we need to fill a time slot until a movie that people will see will come out. There are a number of reasons I was excited. This did so well. One, it just looked amazing. And I was hoping not to be spoiled by, I see a trailer with good music and incredible visuals and I get amped and then I go see the movie and I'm like, Oh no. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, I still think the trailer to Watchmen was like the best trailer that's ever coming out, but I didn't actually like Watchmen that much. Um, but what I'm getting at is it, it, there was that just my own personal hype, but there's also just the fact that, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of shitty detractors out there on the internet who want to be like yes. fucking SJW movies. So bullshit. And I, and I'm like, man, if this movie, it's, I felt the same way about Wonder Woman. I'm like, man, don't, don't bomb Wonder Woman because it's just going to yeah. be like, oh, you see how right I am all the time in my basement. Um, but uh, thankfully, both the movies I just mentioned have fucking blown record sales uh, out of the water, whereas their um, a lot of their their male uh, uh, counterpart films aren't doing so hot. Yeah, it's definitely great, <laughs> and this is also great um, because. I was glad that they took, I mean, obviously, you know, you you want Marvel's cinematic universe to be diverse, but it's also good because I feel like this, the success of this film might mean that phases three and four might be going off into more, like, instead of just the staple main Marvel characters, we might be seeing, like, I'd love for them to do a new version of uh, Captain Marvel after they introduce her with, I forget what her name is, Kamel, I think is the character's name now. The new Captain Marvel after yeah. uh, Carol Danvers goes off and becomes the head of the Marvel the Marvel Corp. So I'm hoping they'll start doing more and more of those. I'm still, you know, still hoping for a, a nice little comedy Squirrel Girl movie. Oh God! That's, I think bless that needs you. To Make it happen. It's she's I been love it. There's been a lot of really good uh, artists who've taken over like drawing. Like uh, uh, I think there's like currently a. Um, I want to say it's like a it's a webcomic artist that's drawing her currently. I'm spacing on the name, but um, it's been a lot of, of of good press because of all these very interesting talents that have stepped in to sort of take over uh, drawing this rather obscure character. Yeah, a comic which they they sort of admitted when they originally started the title, it was just supposed to be a really short run as like a joke because people like the internet just became obsessed with Squirrel Girl for a while. And they're like, well, let's just do like a short run. It'll be great. And then everybody really liked it. And they're like, I guess we just keep doing it till people stop liking it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like let's just let's that, just ride it out until people are like, this is stupid now. That is the the comic book model, and of course with yeah, the, with true. the additional centers. And then even when they stop liking it, we'll just keep doing it. Um, we'll kill them and bring them out back in a year. <laughs> 
But uh, so, yeah, definitely tune in next week for our uh, Black Panther episode. Uh, many of you have already seen it, so it's going to be very interesting to hear uh, a multitude of opinions on that hit film. There was something that I found interesting is, uh, you know, a lot of people have come out and been like, I don't know if you've seen this. People were mad because people were like, oh, Black Panther's like the first black superhero movie. And people were like, I think you're forgetting about Steel and Spawn. And, and Blade. I say, yeah, I was like, maybe don't bring those movies up. Yeah. <laughs> like, maybe, maybe, what, maybe when people are saying it's the first black superhero movie, they mean the first good black superhero movie. And if you'd like to hear our opinion on uh, Steel and Spawn, you can go listen to uh, our episodes on those. Some, some very rough films, unfortunately. Um, I, I almost forgot to bring it up, but I pulled this up because I saw, saw this yesterday, and it's pretty fantastic. Uh, the... Uh, following the release of the film and the immense amount of success that it saw so far, it's become quite popular. It's still sort of in the pop culture zeitgeist right now in a big way. Uh, there is a town that's experiencing a side effect of that uh, here in Illinois, a town that uh, is called um, Wakanda. Uh, There's a town named Wakanda? There is a town named Wakanda, which is pronounced slightly differently. It's actually W A U. C-O-N-D-A. So it's obviously different than Wakanda, but it's like Wakanda. Like it's like, it's so super, super, super close. Uh, And so um, I have an article here that I pulled up (laughs) about it, in which I'm just going to read one quote from, uh, I believe the mayor's assistant that said, "Um, at first I was like, is there a full moon out? Someone called and asked how he pronounced the village name. And when I told them, he began yelling Wakanda forever, which I'm guessing is from the film. (laughs) (laughs) How do you how do you not go see it? Uh, additionally, they apparently received a number of requests for vibranium, so uh, <laughs> it's um it's it's good it's good wholesome trolling, and I'm a big fan of that. That that is great. I also like that this this small town has like a person you can call who's the assistant <laughs> to the mayor and get to him with the joke. How do you pronounce the name of this village? That's that's the kind of town you want to live in. Yeah. You can get to the guy next to the head of the city that easily. Chant, no screening process. And chant Wakanda forever over and over again. <laughs> if I was that town, I would immediately change the spelling of the name to Wakanda from the comics and just be like, let's just ride this out. We could sell so many t-shirts that said, like, I went to Wakanda. Oh, my God. So next week, though, we will have the Black Panther episode looking forward to it it's probably going to be one of those episodes where it's just like me and ben being like this was great yeah it's the, the <laughs> toughest episodes we ever do yes don't worry i'm sure i'll find something to complain about sure of but, course you know, just because that's that's my thing on this podcast is to hate everything even universally loved things hi see well, our batman episode <laughs> welcome to pokes this bitchin corner where he doesn't do anything bitchin but he does do some bitchin um oh so much bitchin <laughs> But with that said, Pokes, this can't be an apology episode, game episode, unless we do a game. And what God damn it! I just realized that? we need a little like musical thing there, right? When I do my for, games, for, yeah, for games. Get Aaron. <laughs> no text. Yeah. Te- te- text Aaron. I don't like that. <laughs> it's too late. I, it's we recorded uh, this. This shit. is recorded. Well, drop it. Drop it in. Like drop it in. Like re- take the, take that bit out and like layer it a couple times so it sounds really like. You know, techno. Uh, you're, you're gonna do. Okay. You're gonna do that, right? 
Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like no is the end of that question. Okay, we'll see what happens if I try it once and it sounds like garbage. I'm like, Ben's stupid. I'm not doing this. So, as always, we've done a number of games, which, by the way, I've, I've compiled in my notes, which, which, which have included... Um, Guess guess the movie from my notes, which is where I read clips from, from things I actually wrote during watching these movies. We said, guess that movie from the IMDb trivia. Uh, guess that movie from the quote of an actor in the movie who regretted doing it. Guess the movie from the tagline on the poster. Guess the movie from the director's other weird movies that they actually also did. And now, oh, sorry, and guess the, uh, guess the movie based on the parental advisory warnings. And fi- oh, That was a good one. And finally... Guess the film that didn't get made, and also some fake ones I made. <laughs> oh, no. So here's the deal, folks. Uh, we've talked about a lot of superhero movies that were very close to being created. Uh, big, big mistakes. Of course, the big ones that probably come to mind, which are not in here, include like, the Nicolas Cage Superman movie, which also had its own documentary, and a couple of other movies that are um, that come to the top of your, of your mind. But uh, there are actually quite a few movies that um, quite credibly – were in relatively far progress into being made. Adaptations of popular superheroes, of course. And when I say credibly, I mean, I didn't just find, like, some old article from, like, a Hollywood reporter where they're like, oh, we're going to make a fucking uh, Martian Manhunter movie. No, no, I mean, like, these were, like, directors talked about the script or brought a presser or or even a screen of, like, uh, some test footage to a convention, like, real tangible movies. So I have... Oh, no. this, I feel like this is going to be one where I'm going to embarrass myself. I have four real... Brief synopsis, mostly pulled from uh, actual articles uh, 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 or, or interviews uh, that describe the movie in, in very, brief, very, very brief terms. And then I have three ones that I have completely fictionalized. And let's see if you can guess which is which. Okay. All right. So uh, uh, first one up, and I'm going to read these straight from my notes so you can't tell uh, which is which, hopefully by my inflection. <clears throat> As a follow-up to Batman and Robin, George Clooney and Chris O'Donnell would reprise their roles as Batman and Robin. The plot would center around an older Batman haunted by the deaths of his greatest villains, including the return of Danny DeVito, Penguin, Michelle Pfeiffer, Catwoman, Tommy Lee Jones, Two-Face, Jim Carrey, Riddler, and Jack Nicholson, the Joker, all in one movie, and the addition of Nicolas Cage as the Scarecrow and Madonna as Harley Quinn. Hmm... I'm going to say that was a real movie. That is correct. That was a real movie. And it's confirmed because the source of that is Joel Schumacher himself in an interview with Variety magazine where I took... How could they possibly <laughs> think that would work? That's like 90 people in one film. How expensive would that fucking movie be? Because <laughs> you, know, you know Jack Nicholson wouldn't have been like, yeah, I'll do it. He'd be like, yeah, I'll do it for $40 million. Yeah, right? Like, like, what am I, a fucking idiot? You're going to get Nicholson back for, like, pennies? Are you kidding me? The premise was that it would be like, he, like, these characters weren't around anymore either. That he was, like, reliving his moments where he killed them while the Scarecrow and Harley Quinn, like, so the- chased him down. But like, so they were going to make like a clip show movie? Exactly. Like, uh, remember is, that time the Joker's head came off? Which is insane because basically you'd be paying like $4 million to shoot like 10 minutes of Jack Nicholson and then use four of it. I don't uh, But that was real. Uh, I kind, I'm not going to, I'm going to be real honest with you. Yeah. Really wish that movie had been made though. All right. Well, you got my, I have a disturbing love for Batman and Robin. I, it's like the perfect level of just I, really bad. But, like, 
really good like in the sense where you're like they spent so much money on this yeah and it's it's so aggressively bad that you're like i can't believe after putting this much money and nobody was like this is a really bad idea we have to stop right now i've received multiple requests from friends who wanted to be on our batman and robin episodes when we do it which we haven't done it yet uh but it's gonna be very exciting all right so one one in your court pokes let's go on to the next one all right uh, in 2004, a script for a DC Lobo film that had been rewritten four times was finally in pre-production. The plot featured a Earth-based long-haul trucker who was kidnapped and enslaved in space to fight a galact- in a galactic arena, only to steal a magical version of his famous chain hook and spacefaring motorcycle. Jeffrey Dean Morgan and Mickey Rourke were both being considered for the lead, and Laura Prepon, which is uh, Donna from uh, that 70s show, playing the central villain and owner of the arena, Big Barda. All right, this is where I'm torn right now because I know they've talked about making a Lobo movie multiple times, but I don't know if you made up everything else. <laughs> That's the point of the because game, my friend. it sounds real dumb. That's also, I don't... Is that the origin of Lobo? That he's a... Like, he's a... a no, I don't... I, 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 no, I definitely do not think that it fucking is. That's, my, that's a fucking bonkers. Bonkers. I'm, I'm going to... I'm going to say no, that can't be real. Ah, shit! Yeah, that's right. That's of my own oh, creation. Okay. Uh, uh, I did not trick you there. <laughs> All right. So the you- only thing that got me was I was like, there's no way that they would be like, he's a, he's a, like a Euro trucker. <laughs> he gets picked up and uh, transported to the... I'm like, that's a bridge too far for anybody. Because they're like, we got to get the trucker crowd in. Well, you say that, but let's go on to number two. <clears throat> oh no is it another or number three uh, number three uh a rock opera adaptation of the silver surfer original script rumors included at least six musical numbers olivia newton john with a featured role galactus herald by 1000 electric guitars and paul mccartney to score the entire film there's no way that's real that is real <laughs> uh that was they were gonna make no, yep. they're gonna make a a musical. Now this is the Silver Surfer. This is a really good one because this was identified in a book called Marvel Comics: The Untold Story, which is a very popular and as of as of this recording, a book I have purchased because I really wanted to read it after finding multiple clips uh, or segments from that book, including this one. Yes, this was a real <laughs> movie that was it was scripted and was being uh, attempted to be like score written for it before it was ultimately abandoned. Do you think they got Paul McCartney to agree before <laughs> I don't it know. failed? That part's not clear. I mean, I should read the book and find out more. But that was a what, did they did you know what year? Did they say what year it was? Oh, I think I wrote it down, but I, I don't have it here in front of me. But yeah, it was definitely in like. Do the... you think this is pre or post uh, Live and Let Die? I think it was definitely late seventies, early eighties. I want to say for sure. Um, mm, man, think about how many Silver Surfer songs would have had that rear, weird reggae interlude that his wife was obsessed with yeah all right uh okay so i got i got i got you once i, oh, I gotta tell you too oh, yep kind of bummed that wasn't real <laughs> that seems like a magnificent train wreck wait wait the, the wait hold on did we get to did, did i do this wrong that's a real one and you said it yeah you said it was i'm fake. saying I'm, I'm, it's a shame they didn't make oh that I, see, I see i see it. yeah i wish it had been a real film because i would have loved to have seen that all right, on to the next one. A Terry Gilliam-directed Watchmen in which uh, the ending has been altered so that Dr. Manhattan is convinced by Ozymandias, Ozymandias to unmake himself by going back in time and to, to, to revert the balance of the world. The result erases the idea of the Watchmen superheroes and the idea of superheroes in general and includes a scene in which the now-confused Night Owl, Silk Spectre, and Rorschach stand in Times Square and look like cosplayers. 
I'm going to say that that was real. Yep, that's a real one. Just because, had you not said Terry Gilliam, I'd be like, I don't think that's real, but... Also, I think I remember reading somewhere that he was supposed to do Watchmen. Yeah, he had a run at Watchmen, and yeah, I sort of had to, I had to, I had to make it seem more absurd to make it fit into this game. But yes, his idea was that uh, Ozymandias would convince Doctor Manhattan that he was imbalancing the world, being the only superhero character in in existence, uh, and that he needed to remove himself from history. And so he used his power to go back in time, not prevent or, or prevent himself from becoming Doctor Manhattan which prevented any superheroes from existing, which meant that the characters somehow still in their costumes would look like just like costume weirdos in the street. That is, that is weird. That's a mm-hmm. confirmed. Kind of glad that one didn't get made. Confirmed by the Watchmen, uh, or not, maybe not the producer, but a, a, a major producer, Joel Silver, uh, in a coming soon magazine. All right. Damn. A early so- '90s futuristic adaptation of Hawkman, the protector of New New York, in the year 2060, thanks to a pair of high-tech propulsion wings and gadgets. Kiefer Sutherland. Uh, straight off of Flatliners was assigned to the project and would feature Nev Campbell as the romantic interest with Charles Dance of now of Game of Thrones fame as an evil corporate executive using virtual reality to control minds. No, that's not real. It's, it's true. It's not real. That's my dream I had. Wait, uh, what? There's no way. Nev Campbell and that's not real. Uh, Keith or no, Sutherland. Said, oh, it's not, not, real. not real. Yeah, it's not real. Oh, I was going to say, I, the Nev Campbell thing is what I was like, those two people are not remotely close to the same age. Yeah, like, at least I don't think. Or I might not actually know who Nev Campbell is. No, I think you might be thinking differently. <laughs> Nev Campbell was in like a bunch of the the uh, horror movies in like the nineties and stuff. Uh, yeah, the one who was in Scream. Yeah, and and, and Kiefer Sutherland was pretty young at this time too. Yeah, I guess. Flatline. Yeah, you're probably right. Look up a picture of Flatline Sutherland. He looks like a fucking baby. Uh, you are right. He looks pretty young in Young Guns too. <laughs> uh, a uh, okay on to the next one uh, a spider-man film in which a mad scientist dr zork exposes peter parker to radiation which ultimately turns him into a human tarantula complete with eight arms stan lee repeatedly attempted to get this picture to retain the original lore and it was ultimately canned but not before a rewrite of the script included the doc ock being changed into a bat-like scientist turned into a vampire i I know this one's real. Damn! I was not sure you remember this one from our. That movie. was the one that Canon was trying to produce, right? They bought the rights. They somehow got the rights to Spider-Man. Yeah, that's correct. That's correct. And that's how Sony got them. I think they bought the rights from them from Marvel because, yeah, I only know that because I'm obsessed with Canon film. <laughs> yeah, they have like the most insane stories of how they tried to make movies. That's also confirmed in a in a documentary about Canon films, which covers a whole section on on the Spider-Man. Yeah. I was gonna say I think I I think that's where I saw, it. but yeah, it, I looked it up and it's supposed to be like he fights in an arena, like it's a scientist that's making monsters to fight in like a sports arena. I think was like the the original plot. Again, wish it had happened. It's <laughs> perfect. They're masters of the universe movie, magnifique. Uh, I'm kidding. It's garbage. Well, that that actually does it because obviously you've guessed, uh, you you found the four true ones uh, so far. So uh, congratulations, Pogues. I think I only got you once. That was really impressive. Uh, I did. Uh, I, yeah. I did my best. I, you did no. You did good. You were stuck by simply the sheer fact. The one I guessed because I was thinking of him, that Keith or Sutherland is way older than he is because I just looked it up and he's not nearly as old as I. Yeah, he yeah. Was. He's he's a, he was a he was an appropriate age. I did my fucking research when I made. I was going to say. So you lost one because I'm dumb. <laughs> 
I, I, I won due to ignorance of ages, and you lost the last one just because I think we watched the same canon film style. Yeah, I think we did. Uh, Electric Boogaloo, the story of canon films. Yeah. But um, if anyone out there is a Hollywood uh, producer or scriptwriter, please make my um, uh, my <laughs> my DC Lobo film a reality. Uh, I just I or or my, I or my Cyber Hawkman idea. Please just help me out. <laughs> Wait, I guess the Cyber Hawkman one was real, didn't I? Yeah, but it was false. Yeah, okay. And you got me on another one that I thought was fake that was real. Oh, the Silver Surfer Silver one. Surfer so you got me on it too. Yeah, it's not bad. It's not bad. But I, I just, all right. I just want Kiefer. I just want Kiefer being Hawkman in the Cyber World. That's all I want. Is that so hard? That's so I, I do think. I mean, that movie. The only thing that was. I will say this: when you read it, I thought you were fucking with me by changing the actors. I was like, they were going to make a Hawkman movie with, like, a jet engine, and he thinks I'll know that, so I'll say it's real, but he changed the actors. Shit! So I'll be wrong. I should I, I put way too much thought into this. I should have I picked different actors that could have got you with that one uh, uh, easier. Because I, I literally, yeah, the Nev Campbell thing is the only thing that made me say it was fake. Although, if you had said, like, another actress I had never heard of, I'd be like, nah, it's probably real. Because <laughs> it does, it sounds something like they would have done, like, in that time period. Be like, let's buy the rights to a character and then make him have nothing... <laughs> to do with the character. yeah the 80s were rife with that which is why I, I went, or early 90s were rife with that that's why i went for that uh all right pokes that was uh a beautiful game I, i'm a big fan of that. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna try and that was uh, i've enjoyed all your games every listener <laughs> of not under origin story owes been a, a debt of gratitude for these games if you have not heard them all i wish i could remember the episodes they're on if you look they usually say there's a game in the title of the episode or the description will definitely say it. i recommend you, you know finding what all of ben's you've games. just challenged me to make a facebook a post on our facebook wall about all the various episodes that contain one of ben's famous games so i'll go ahead. i i i would love for you to do it because i would go back and listen to those <laughs> i never listen to our mini episodes i'll definitely do that uh, for sure yes so we should do that but um, speaking of minisodes uh we gotta cut this one off folks that's right so next week we will actually do the black panther looking forward to it go check it out if you haven't but judging by the fact we couldn't buy tickets you all have already because you were smart and bought them in advance if you haven't listened to the uh japanese spider-man please do i don't think i ever did link the japanese spider-man youtube thing so i'll I'll throw it up on our facebook page tonight or tomorrow watch that listen to the episode it's well worth it and you got anything just please make cyber hawk man please (laughs) 